that's the sound of money. And that's what we are going to talk about today. But not the traditional money, but the new kind of money that is emerging and is threatening to change the world for the better. Are you an early adopter or are you resisting the concept of the blockchain? I'm going to talk with Nico Klanschek, an expert in the matter, a Slovenian entrepreneur recognized for his generosity, consistency and constant development. happy to share all my knowledge and experiences so I'm looking forward to our call for meeting today super thank you so much Nico I have four questions actually to make and maybe there are some other questions that pop up uh, from uh, the conversation cool so uh, question number one metaverse ready what do you mean by that right I, I checked today the new website of uh, hashmark and I would love to know not only about what the metaverse is and what do you have in mind, but what is the vision? Because I th the website is, is painting something. Mm -hmm. And I would like you to tell us what is the vision of Hashmark and what's the connection with metaverse, especially now with the change of name of Facebook the Facebook company. So it looks like relevant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Hashmark is a creative agency for blockchain projects. We started in 2016. Um, and yeah, basically, we're really just operating with the in, in the um, with the projects that are blockchain based. Um, so yeah, if we go into details like projects that are uh, in supply chain projects that are exchanges, NFTs, uh, digital identity, what else like yeah things uh, the uh, decentralized finance yeah projects like that so for now uh, and then why now the new branding and new positioning as a metaverse ready because we are literally entering into a new 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 face uh, of our lives and uh, i think metaverse it's important uh, part of it and i think blockchain will really basically be a backbone of the everything that is happening in the in the metaverse and um, you know if you look at look through the eyes of branding you know like basically you have pro companies and projects that are as you can see now with facebook they are you know start realizing that they will have to be relevant in the metaverse as well so and uh, you know, to be relevant, you also have to understand what metaverse is or understand how things are working there. So that's why our positioning is now metaverse ready. And what is the metaverse? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I actually read an email two days ago from uh, Fred Wilson, uh, the Union Square Ventures uh, um, investor, partner. And basically, he was saying, you know, that he doesn't like uh, idea of metaverse. And I kind of, I know what he means, and I agree. I, you know, like when most likely when people hear metaverse, they think of metrics. 
right? So basically, we will be plugging, we will put the Oculus on or just like plug in a cable and then we will live in some digital world and we forget about this real world, right? Um, my experience first with that, with the Oculus, was that playing with the Oculus and like being in the digital world, you actually start appreciating the real world much more. You actually re realize that you have an option or you have here as well. It's the same thing as, you know, moving to New York or to the United States, appreciating Slovenia more than just living in Slovenia whole your life, right? So, yeah. so that's so, but what's really, in my opinion, metaverse is, it's like we are already kind of living in it, right? So like we're just writing an email, it's digital, right? We are in digital world when we are signing emails. Facebook, we're already in Facebook. Like right now what we're doing, we're online, right? It's kind of in digital world where the and then i think what metaverse could be it's one way yeah you will put put um, put something on and you will be in a completely digital world and you will be walking around and meeting people playing games whatever or on the other side you'll probably just put uh, like glasses on and you'll have a virtual or uh, uh, virtual reality right where i see the real world but on top of that there's digital things happening around me right so, and I think we're just going more and more into that direction. So it is something like augmenting reality. Yeah, as well, as well, yeah. Right? Exactly. And, and that is supposed to, I mean, the way I see it is like, this might be the next World Wide Web. So an, yeah. an, an evolution of the, the, the internet that we know today, right? Exactly. And like, if you want to see how the life is going to be in uh, couple of decades just go watch uh, player ready one from spielberg it's the movie player ready one it's literally like you you uh, if you understand a bit more blockchain you kind of see it in the movie where all the little things where the blockchain comes in right and where the what the metaverse is actually and where the nfts will be and like how the the things will be happening in that uh, at that time right but it's a bit more extreme what i think it's going to be but yeah you can definitely uh, see it for yourself wonderful I, i'm going to look for that movie so basically uh this is a reflection that comes from listening to you and is connected with the fact that i'm watching that younger people our younger generation is so much into their technology world uh, that they, they, they lack some of the uh, abilities that were normal, in, at least in my generation, I guess that in yours as well, that is having deep conversations with, uh, with the friends uh, 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 and connecting from, from a more authentic part, right? Uh, I, I see that uh, uh, there are more and more persons suffering of Uh, depression or anxiety and is very much connected with the way they interact with others. Uh, uh, I don't know if you have s something to say about it because yeah. as we get deeper into the, uh, this technology and as you well said, we need to understand it before we get into. Mm -hmm. We also need to know that there are problems that our current technology world is uh, uh, presenting, right? And that we need to solve. Yeah. So uh, uh, do you think that this uh, metaverse and the whole world that the blockchain is enabling can bring an opportunity to improve? Yeah, 
Yeah, good, uh, good uh, thing. Yeah, I was I, I thought about this a lot, especially uh, listening to few podcasts, podcasts uh, from like I think I was listening to the guy, the founder of the CEO of the Instagram, and you know, like basically, yeah, the yeah for right now the social media definitely is causing a lot of um, distress and a lot of like mental health for for young people and even I think now like older people. But on the other side, you know, it's, um, it's still, in my t- my opinion, the internet and everything in the sum, it was it brought more positive to the world than negative. Definitely, those things are negative, and we have to f- look at it and like try to figure it out to fix it. But in a, in the overall, I think there's more positives right now in the world, and I think metaverse will be the same, right? Will be will be definitely more positives that will bring to the to the, our society to our world and of course we'll in in few decades we'll actually figure it out like okay those are the bad things now we need to figure it out right so i think it's with everything that you do it's always you, you get both things right so then you just need to manage it i think there's two things i would add to first one is that we are definitely living faster lives right and longer lives right so just think of it like you know, my mom will always says, you know, like she got married and divorced twice. And she said, yeah, because we live for so long, you know, like in the old <laughs> days, they lived till 40. So that's why they got only married once, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> this, but, uh, and the second thing, and, the, and also part of that is that, uh, you know, like in 1800s, you, when you were born, you were born in the same world that you died in the same world right like really nothing changed in your life time like now like i was born in 80s the life the world is completely different than what was in the 80s and you know when i'll be old it will be probably a completely different world right so you're not getting you're not getting born into the same world anymore right it's actually changing in my opinion every 10 years we are probably flipping uh, completely right so that's the first thing and the second thing what you were saying is like i read this um this um, idea that you know for the most part of the world you this it's about scarcity and the most part of the history in the world was the scarcity was food right so like how to produce food how like how to to, to not be hungry how to eat so really the person who was in power at that time was the person who was who owned the land because you could do, produce the food on there, right? So who were there? Usually like the kings and like the lords and so on, right? So they were, they had the power because they were owning the land. Then in the 20th century, 19th century, you know, this changed. It went to mass production, like everybody could get the food, right? So people were not working for food anymore. Basically, the scarcity was skilled labor, right? So you had a you had a factory and what if you were empowered means that you had a lot of skilled labor because then you could produce a lot you could sell it you could get, and then you could even more produce more right so it was that and then in the 20th century the scarcity became knowledge right so uh, and information so you know like that's why wall street and like cias and like spies and all this was all about the knowledge and the information right and what you said, now we have the, the phones where you can open it and you get everything you know you want to know, everything. So knowledge is no more power, right? Because everyone has the access to it. 
So really what's now the scarcity is the attention. So it's really like whoever has the most attention, the most followers is the one in the power, right? So just think what's how crazy it is that Kim Kardashian gets paid more for the attendance than the Nobel Peace Prize, right? Uh, uh, like who get the Nobel, right? It's like, but yeah, you know, like who the, the because she has the more attention, he has the more followers, right? And that's why, in my opinion, Donald Trump won the presidency in 2016 because he had he had that attention. And that's why if you look at the uh, 21st century CEOs, they're all social CEO, CEOs, like Elon Musk. He, he's he's tweeting and he's not you know like he's social so we are all following him but in you know he's talking different things but then he also tells us about like tesla and tells us about those, all his other projects right so he's like it's all about the attention so you know like and so that's why i think what you were saying before right yeah people can go online find everything they want but really the now it's like who who, who has your attention or like can you keep focus right can you can you keep your own attention That's amazing. And I really hope that the next iteration goes out of attention mm-hmm. and gets into uh, uh, the, the scarcity of good uh, relationships, mm-hmm. you know? So I was telling you about the co-working project that I'm, I'm working on. And basically there's only one fundamental problem that co-working is solving, right? And the problem is loneliness. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. so uh, we are people that live around others, but we still feel al- alone, right? Exactly. And we need to cultivate relationships and that care about who we are, that respect who we are, and that mm-hmm. at least tries to understand us. Yeah, that was also one of my uh, visions and hopes for my project Fly Cly with electric bikes, right? Yeah. It was to make cities more people friendly. Because what I I learned that you know drive if you have a street where a lot of cars are driving, nobody's connected on that street. Nobody knows each other. When you remove the remove the cars from the streets, people start walking or, or with the bicycles they start to connect. It's actually they become more healthier. They they become more happier and all this. And it, literally you just change one thing. You remove the cars from the street. Exactly. And that's that's a perfect beginning for the next question, because what I wanted to ask you is how the blockchain is changing the world. I mean, we know it is changing it, but uh, we don't know why or how, or or at least a lot of us do not know that. And, and why is it important to get into the concept or into the uh, idea of uh, the blockchain uh, now ra- rather than later? I mean, first, you have to ask yourself, what's the motivation yourself, right? Like what, if you just want to earn money, right, then, or like invest and earn money, yeah, of course, blockchain is just one of the vehicles. You can do stocks, you can do real estate, and you can do crypto now, right? So that's, but 
most of the people hear blockchain and hear crypto and they think of investing, right? But that, in my opinion, that's just a little, little part of it. You know, it's like saying all the economy, everything is just the Wall Street, right? Wall Street is just a little part of it, right? But at the end of the day, iPhone does a lot more things than Wall Street, right? Uh, so that's first thing. Um, the second thing, um, it, it, blockchain, well, again, I see it there. We are, we are shaping three different worlds right now. So we have a physical world or like the government world, you know, like where, for example, if we talk about digital, if you talk about identity, right? So in the physical world where the government is ruling, I get my passport, I get my government ID. I ha whenever I need to identify myself, I show it and I'm identified, right? So we agree on those rules. When Then the second world is corporate world, right? So Twitter, it's my identity, Twitter handle, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, LinkedIn, those are my identities, right? So it's like, like but actually Twitter owns it, right? Twitter owns my identity. I'm just inside their world, right? And then, um, and we could see like Twitter actually can kick out president of their world and puts it back to the real world, right? <laughs> this They have this power, right? And then now we're we are shaping the third world. And this is like decentralized world. Or you could also say metaverse or like whatever, like it's a decentralized world. And this is where I'm with Hashmark and myself are like the most interested, right? So even when like people are talking to me about politics, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I try to be informed, but really I'm more interested in this world because here is like the next things are shaping, right? So, uh, so digital, again, digital identity on the blockchain will be transparent. You, it, I will hold it. I will own it. I can bring it from one network to another, right? It's not like Twitter owns it or it's not like government decides to give me or not to give me. It's like basically a decentralized, you know, it's like uh, everyone can participate. So that's like the uh, identity. Then when we talk about currencies, so euro, dollars, fiat, right? Government, again, issues the euro or dollar. It doesn't matter. It's digital or it's in paper. It's on blockchain, whatever. It's But the government owns it, holds it and controls it. Then we have uh, corporate where, again, you know, it's like Libra from Facebook. Eventually, Starbucks will have their own tokens and Amazon will have their own tokens and Apple and like Twitter. So, you know, like that's the, but they own it, right? They decide to print more or to burn them or whatever. And then we have a third world where again, Bitcoin, Ethereum, they are decentralized. You know, nobody actually owns that. Nobody controls it, right? It's, we are all the holders. So here, that's why, you know, uh, so and but blockchain can be all underneath of this, right? In all three parts of the world can be underneath. And uh, in in my opinion, it will like definitely make it more transparent. It will make it more faster. It will it will you know make it more that you trust because it, people will start trusting code instead of trusting um, organizations, right? Centralized organizations, which is on this point, which is really interesting to see that where people trust the governments there the blockchain or crypto is not adopted that much but on the in the countries where people don't trust the governments crypto is well adopted right well now we are definitely getting into everywhere so more and more people are getting into it 
and they are coming through, through different things. But yeah, like in my opinion, we're gonna go slowly from this world to this world, and then eventually, we you know we could uh, operate also in this in the third world. So that's like yeah. yeah. Why should I buy? Uh, I don't know Bitcoin or Ethereum. Yeah. Uh, how my buying of those coins is contributing uh, to the growth, let's say, of this uh, uh, mm-hmm. platform. Yeah, so let's just take example Bitcoin, which is, in my opinion, the easiest one to understand. And it's very simple, right? So the Bitcoin is the first one uh, to do the blockchain and to, to do the crypto. And really what Bitcoin, at the beginning, the idea of Bitcoin was to be uh, to be currency so that you can buy and sell things with, uh, uh, with, with uh, and it will be a means of payments, right? But quickly, it turns into a store of value, which uh, most people will then be, uh, you know, like will be laughing, like how can be a store of value where on the one day can Bitcoin can drop like 50%. But in my opinion, that's not a bug, but a feature of Bitcoin. Because if you zoom out on the long run, yeah, the Bitcoin price goes up in the short term. It's also good for the traders, day traders. So they can also use that, right? Uh, so it's a feature not a bug but okay the really what bitcoin became became a digital gold right so that's really the, the only use case in my opinion for bitcoin uh, i mean the maximalist of bitcoin will tell that there's more things to it but at the moment really it's a store of value it's like am i choosing to put my money into gold or silver or am i putting it into digital into a, into a bitcoin right so and uh, so then why why bitcoin and not gold or why like why would bitcoin be uh, have a future uh because uh i've seen so many times like when people would be on the stage in some conferences in like wall street or like some financial conferences and they would ask how many people owns uh, uh bitcoin and uh, you know like they would people would uh, raise hands then they will ask how many people owns the gold people will raise hands and then if you look who raised the hands for the gold usually older people who raised the hands for the bitcoin usually younger people so millennials gen z's they're not buying gold they're buying bitcoins right because it's they are used to it because they are born into a digital world so why are they buying something then then they have to store it or like different thing in bitcoin they understand it's there it's always it's on the phone or whatever like they always can access it they can uh, sell it they can do whatever they want right and it's uh, and they they hold it it's not that somebody else is holding it right? so that's like the easiest one to understand it's the bitcoin then ethereum it's a different one it's uh, it could be considered as an oil like digital oil or it could be in my opinion it's more like now with ethereum that you can stake it's like a bond like a government bond but here is a digital economy bond so i'm staking it and i'm getting the the returns and it's really like more people are adopting ethereum more applications are using ethereum you know more ethereum is more ether is used the 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 price goes up and the the fees are being paid and returns so that's like one use case for ethereum 
So what happens is that when I decide to put the 10,000 euros that I saved in Ethereum or uh, Bitcoin or any other uh, uh, cryptocurrency, what I'm really doing is increasing the importance of the cryptocurrency uh, in this case, mm -hmm. therefore making more people aware of the existence of that and, uh, and, and in time probably validating the value of it mm -hmm. right so i'm basically is it is it fair to say that if i invest or 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 buy cryptocurrencies what i'm doing is i'm supporting the enable enabling i'm not supporting but enabling the the uh, uh the technology to be developed yeah exactly it's like it's like in 90s ordering the internet to your home right so they actually then had to build and put the cables into the ground and bring it to your to your house, right? Yeah. So yeah, you were participating into you were helping to to get the internet around the world. But at the 90s, you had no idea what's happening in 2000s and 2010s, right? So here is the same thing. Like you're like buying a Bitcoin and coming in there. Yeah, you're you're helping to 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 get more adoption. Uh, but really, it's like you will learn how to use it. You will then be interested. You will start reading. You'll, you, and then you'll try, you know, different like DeFi uh, projects like and protocols and like NFTs. And, and then you like more and more, you'll start learning and you'll see, you'll see that there's like a whole new world is being built at the moment. Yep, exactly. So that, that sounds really, really uh, good because, I, and actually you spoke to my soul. I was one of the first uh, uh, entrepreneurs providing access to internet in Peru, yeah. and uh, it was one server and a contract with a telephone company, so for the dial-up connections. Nice, right? And uh, those were the times when a Cisco router costed five thousand yeah. dollars, and uh, uh, I had two hundred customers. And that was nice. that was huge, right? That was really something. Yeah. Uh, but it was amazing because while I started, the majority of the people I talked to thought of the internet as a way of tricking people. That's how are they going to steal your money your, from your credit card. If you share something, you're screwed up. Yeah. So the yeah. same tactics of fear happened at, at that time and, and actually, at the beginning of, of uh, the blockchain and the Bitcoin situation, I was feeling very much like that. So I... Mm. early days of blockchain i did also like i was uh, i tried to mine ethereum but it was really more to like understand like to see to go to the to the to the end of the chain and see like okay how actually this works how do you build it how does the this thing work right and then i tried to build a smart contract and create the tokens right so it's really like one thing is like okay i will invest i will buy the other thing is to to then to learn and to actually do it and then the third one is to to uh, to participate in different things and like think about like what's happening next. And another thing that is really interesting to see is the and it's start happening in the past year, two years. It's like with NFTs and the games is um, play to earn 
and with like DeFi projects and like different projects, it's really like to uh, uh, participate and earn. So like if you if you like the, a new project will come out and you try to create an account, you it's a few trades, you just play around it, you know. Like if you have done it, when they issue a token, they will do the airdrops and they will reward people who are actually trying their services. And, you know, then you see, you hear crazy stories how somebody was like doing a few trades for a few dollars and then got for hundreds of thousands of tokens, you know, like this. And it's, it's amazing how like, you know, like basically you can also just by trying and learning, you can actually now be rewarded for that. Right, because like what you said, Luke, you, you're helping the project to adopt, to, to get users, to get feedback, to 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 grow, right? And and same thing is with the NFTs and the games, like the play to earn, like Axis, right? It's really interesting. Like the guys from the uh, where they're from, um, Philippines, I think, or Indonesia, you know, like the whole communities, like whole villages, they are like living out of just playing the game. And like yeah. play to earn, like they're earning, selling the tokens. They have the weeks of of salaries, like monthly salaries, right? And they can support. And it's just exactly. Yeah. Uh, Nico, yeah. you mentioned the word NFT, yeah. and uh, uh, for for most of us, this is a mystery. We have mm-hmm. seen that NFTs are uh, connected with uh, uh, digital art, and we mm-hmm. heard that some people got rich by selling crappy digital things. Uh, uh, but I know that NFTs is, is more than that, right? I think yeah. NFTs is more connected with a, a, a use of the uh, of the blockchain. But to be honest, I don't know so much. And I actually even heard that NFTs could be a fantastic way of uh, uh, supporting uh, community building. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you have something uh, to to say or that can help us clarify this idea. Yeah. So, okay. What's NFT? It's like non-fungible token, right? So like uh, you have Bitcoin, there's 21 million Bitcoins, but each Bitcoin, the coin token, it's, it's the same, right? It does the same thing, right? So, but with non-fungible tokens, the NFTs, each token, it's unique, right? So it's the same thing as passports, right? So we have both passports, but your passport is unique, right? But at the end of the day, it's still a passport. Right, so I cannot just take your passport and I give you mine and we'll we'll proceed with our lives, right? It's not gonna work, right? It's this. So if you think of it, what can NFTs do? Like if you think of this government world, like for example, all that certificates, everything that is like like uh, digital identities, like passports, can actually be in the forms of NFT. So like literally in the in the future when you're going to cross the border you're just going to probably open your wallet show like yeah in my wallet i have nft from slovenia which means which confirms that i'm nico from slovenia right i will be nft uh same thing is like you own the house and you have like a, some kind of certificate that you own the house well today you have to go to an office and you have to you know like if uh, for example if you sell me your house I have to go to the, we have to go to the office. It will probably take like months to change that. Well, yeah. in the future, you'll have your NFT certificate of ownership of your house in the wallet. I come by, I say, okay, I want it. We, we make a deal. You just send it to me and now I'm the owner of it, right? So that's uh, another use case. 
then yeah when we go more like into the digital world or like towards the metaverse yeah now we have like uh they you know like the jpegs right where now like a lot of people are getting rich or like a lot of people are trading jpegs pretty much right and people are like not getting like i mean i can always copy paste jpeg right but that's uh like if you think of it like till today there was really like two things why you buy or sell something it was to because they had some kind of usability so i buy like i buy a hammer because i'm gonna use it or i buy something so that it will have trade value so i buy because i can then sell it for more right so those are really the two 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 things with now with the digital world we're entering the third thing which is like social proof so you know like i own crypto punk i'm part of this community i put i change my twitter handle i'm now like you know like i have a social proof yeah i can always copy paste and change my twitter account as well but like you know like somebody like with two clicks they can figure it out that it's not my that i'm not owning this crypto punk right so i'm like a poster i'm not the the real thing right so that then there's so yeah many different things but at the end of the day my opinion for the nfts will be many different things like you know certificates different things and where i'm most interested is the experiences like what can nft you know like what would be around the experiences of the nft so what and i think that we are literally uh, scratching the surface of this right now so another one idea was the the for example um the friends with benefits the thing that i was sharing you before or you know it's like communities so uh so for example if i own the nft then i can enter the discord channel and inside the discord channel there are like like quality or whatever like community that i want to be part of it and then we can network and so on right uh, just this week the there's a new york city nft conference it's like the week long conference and uh, a friend of mine went by uh, two days ago was driving by a place and he saw that there was an event for for board apes yacht club uh, nft holders right it was an event well the line was around the corner right so but only people with the who has a board at the app in the wallet they show it you get in if you don't have it you can get it maybe you have a guest with you or something right so now that's like already an experience right so i don't i didn't buy it because i like this image okay maybe it's cool i bought it i changed i choose it which one i like it but really i was buying it to be part of the community to have the experience right so artists will start doing this that you know like if i'm a true fan i will buy an nft of an artist and that means that i have a backstage entry or maybe i have a special events online that i can enter when i have an nft or you know this is like really like we're still in my opinion still thinking like in a real world trying to figure it out what's going to happen in this world like what we were doing with the internet companies in the 90s really just copy pasting from the real world to the internet but really in 2000s we start seeing like projects that could not exist without the internet right like facebook or like uh, uber without iphone it does not exist right so yeah. 
So I think that in, now we're going to start seeing uh, like NFT projects that will re- realize that it could not exist without blockchain. And it would yeah. be amazing that all the photos that are published in internet yeah. become an NFT because that, that way you, you cannot pirate information I mean, yeah. things that below so then everybody would be very happy to yeah. share whatever online exactly. because uh you uh, uh, of course you can make a screenshot but that yeah. screenshot doesn't bring the meaning that is inside yeah. of the nft right yeah and just think of this way so today you know the all the video games that are happening in this world the corporate world right The corporation owns the video game and I go and I play, I've got the shield, I buy it from this company that does this game and I can only use this shield in that game, right? Well, when we go to the third world, where the metaverse world, I buy the shield and it's mine. Nobody nobody controls it. And I can take this shield and I can go to the other game and I can go to the whatever, like digital conference and I can have this shield with me, right? And you'll see sooner and later Nike will enter and we will have digital Nikes, you know, that <laughs> you'll see like, I mean, it's probably even happening already, but uh, yeah, you know, it, basically I will buy a Nikes and then I can go and play NBA 2K or I can go and like do like do Call of Duty in my Nikes, you know, I'll yeah. be running around my Nikes and I can go to like meetings or in the metaverse or like that I will be wearing my Nikes. Of know? course, or I can I can get a discount in, in the gym. Exactly. And this kind of new business opportunities that kind of start exactly. showing up. Exactly. Wow, that's amazing. So the, the fourth question was about how this technology is changing the world, but we already talked a lot uh, mm-hmm. about the potential, right? So uh, we basically are saying the blockchain is not a trick, it's not a game, it's not a, a, a Ponzi scheme, it's a technology that is being developed globally, right? And that is enabling new ways of interacting, new ways of making business, yeah. uh, new new ways of connecting with other people. Uh, uh, and it is an opportunity for each one of us that identify with the idea of entrepreneurship, right? Because exactly. we are the kind of people that wants to be in the next new thing and looks like uh, uh, the blockchain, uh, a part of its complexities uh, uh, is presenting to us an opportunity. Would yeah. you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And also, you know, maybe in today's world, you know, it's you say, you, maybe somebody will say like, why do we need it? I mean, everything is running perfectly anyway, right? But just think about it, like when we go to Mars and then from Mars, we go to the other places. I mean, the the way we are operating right now, it's we're not going to be able to operate as a multi-planetary society, right? The blockchain will have to be there, like in order for us to, to communicate because how am I going to meet somebody, uh, somebody from like the in the other universe you know like if not on the digitally on the, in the metaverse or like how am i going to be able to trade with uh, with somebody from mars probably i'm not gonna send them wire transfer with a fiat to uh, euros to mars right <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah exactly and and actually even more grounded on earth how is uh, uh, the people that lives in uh, underdeveloped countries going to access 
high quality education. Now they can, they have the mobile phones, they have the internet. Uh, So I I guess that this platform is enabling every single person, every single human, right? Mm -hmm. To connect and to, and to, not to to compete, but to participate in equal terms with everybody else. Exactly, exactly. And also like, you know, a few decades ago, it was actually important which country you were born. With, with now with blockchain and everything doesn't matter anymore. It's really just like how how like if you if you know what's happening and if you basically know like you you are curious enough to try different things and you figure it out right. So like like when Facebook was being built, yeah, like the people who were in Silicon Valley, those were the guy who were participating to build this Facebook and they 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 have something out of it right i mean all we are using it but really the the silicon valley the guys from facebook are making uh, money out of it well everything with the decentralized projects everyone in the world can participate and they can actually you know like benefit from it and the same thing is like the the with bitcoin with ethereum with with board apes yacht club with CryptoPunks with like uh, with I don't know Copound, uh, all these projects. It's literally like everyone in the world can participate and actually have something out of it. You know, uh, you just made me remember some well many years ago. I was talking with the guys from Microsoft and I was asking them why is it that if I buy Microsoft Office at that time it was like five hundred euros a box, right? Uh, uh, why is it that if I buy this, I'm not owning part of the company? Yeah. And uh, uh, so why is the entire money for you if actually I'm investing? I, it's clear that I'm getting value and that this technology will enable me to make more business, etc., etc. But actually, I think that we are getting close to that moment. Yeah, exactly. Because everything that you buy can be a, a, a token. Yeah. Right, and that that yeah. token already comes with ownership, and it has a value that then you can interchange. Right, exactly. And like this is like um, you touch a little bit also on the now with the concept of social tokens, right? So, for example, let's say that I I want to build a brand, or I want to build a, just like a social profile, or like um, like a um, a blog, right? So, yeah, like. I, I, in today's world, I will tell you like, oh, you follow me. If you bring five friends, I give you five euros or whatever, 5% discount or whatever, right? So you did this and that's it. Like you were paid for that. But with social tokens, you, you know, you get rewarded or you basically, you believe in me and you, you, you hold my the social tokens, right? And you are basically everyone who's part of it. It's like motivated and it's like together and, and you will benefit in the long run if this brand or a community grows and becomes bigger and more important, you're, you're benefiting. Everybody's benefiting, right? It's not like I, I, I benefit on top of you because you, you, you follow me. So that's awesome. It, it would be fantastic to continue a, a, a discussion. Maybe we can organize a panel or something because yeah. I see that in the world of social entrepreneurship, it is partly where I'm involved. Uh, uh, there is a lack of conversation about the uh, the the blockchain and the potential. 
right? So mm -hmm. I think that we all got stuck in the idea of uh, crypto as a way of investment. And we forgot that it's actually a technology that is supporting new models of cooperation, of interaction, of business, etc. that could be fantastic for leveraging social impact. Exactly, exactly. And also like, that's why I also like blockchain because blockchain, it's changing. It's not really the technology that is, uh, you know, it's uh, the, uh, innovation. It's the business model innovation. And if you look at it, all the all the things that are changing the business models it's usually the the projects from the garage the small companies they win it and the corporations usually win the technology innovations so think of the internet the internet was business model innovations that's why the small companies could grow and become big iphone was the technology innovation so literally like the big companies were winning on the on the iPhones right the smartphones i mean and now the blockchain again is like the the business model innovation so it's the new companies that are coming wonderful so let me try to get one more piece of info from you okay so i'm starting this uh, uh this newsletter and even i'm thinking also on, on my co-working network and all this stuff and I would love to include the blockchain as part of, of, of my community building. So the idea here would be to generate maybe uh, NFTs to award or to invite the people to participate or, uh, or maybe a, a social uh, a token that, uh, 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 that uh, I mean, if they do something, I don't know, they take a selfie or they share something, I don't know, whatever. Uh, then they can uh, uh, participate and join this community. Mm -hmm. uh, you shared with me the the, the example of L FWB, right? Mm -hmm. So how do I start? Because if I start with anything that is connected with Ethereum, I know that I will have to pay per transaction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, okay. This is another topic. The the Ethereum it's L one level one, right? So the transaction fees are super expensive, right? What really is going to happen is like think of it like when a large big transactions will happening will be happening on L one, but like the smaller projects or like the 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 like the projects with a lot of transactions and like quick transactions will be happening on L two. So, for example, one of the famous one now it's Polygon, right? Polygon, the fees are super, super cheap. And actually, the crazy thing is that Polygon is on top of Ethereum, right? It's L2, right? Um, and what's crazy is that actually Polygon has now more wallets than than Ethereum, oh. right? And it's like it's not that old, right? So the adoption is crazy. So, so okay, so that's like about the, the transaction fees, but like. Uh, I would definitely look into Bankless, the link I sent you, Bankless. Yeah. Basically, what they do, it's a newsletter. Once a day, you get something. They're talking about mostly blockchain and crypto. And uh, and then it's for free. But then if you want to get access to another more content or like content that will come immediately instead of like something that they do podcast and then like you get it like in two weeks uh you pay like 20 bucks or 15 or 10 dollars a month 
And with that, you get NFT with the, the year that you sign up. And with that NFT, then you can like enter into the Discord channel or like, you know, have a bit, bit more like access to it. And then the t- second thing they also did bankless was they create a social tokens, or, sorry, governance tokens. So with that governance tokens, you can then actually like be in the in the one of the Discord channels that it's like only reserved for the for the token holders that have a certain amount of tokens. And then in there they can again connect, they can actually vote on things, you know, like they can basically almost like manage manage and help the brand right so i definitely look into bankless it's like super simple case for you that's mind-blowing yeah okay so i will explore polygon and to see if i can join and use their platform for creating my own uh tokens or using theirs right yeah yeah exactly yeah wonderful Nico, thank you so much we we i i think i'm i'm abusing of your time today i know you have no something problem. to do So I really deeply from my heart, thank you. I hope to see you in, in, in real life and, uh, uh, as soon as possible. Uh, yeah. and, and well, that's it. Super, hey, awesome. It was uh, always great to, to connect and talk to you. 